exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studios in Lake Wales, Florida home of the premier radio bowling talk show. Long ago, Bowler's Journal International called Phantom Radio a pioneer in the field of bowling podcasts because the show was regularly scheduled at the same time each week. The late Kegel owner, the great John Davis, told Len Nicholson to start this program because, quote, people need to know what you know, end quote. This PBA and bowling writer Hall of Famer has now recorded over 1,200 shows and has featured over 425 guests since 2002. 20 years plus of bowling knowledge, story sharing, and true expertise. Phantom, we need to know what you know. So Phantom fans, here's your host, Len Nicholson, the Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Kegel Company. Well, Phantom fans, for those of you that follow our show, you know that our purpose is to pass along knowledge and information to the bowling public. And occasionally, we'll have a guest on who will pay tribute to a former great. And this week is no exception. And this week's guest has been here with us before. He's going to talk about one of the all-time greats. And that means you're going to be hearing from another all-time great, and that is Mr. Glenn Allison. Glenn is a charter member of the PBA, and he's in the PBA Hall of Fame, the USBC Hall of Fame. And if there was a World Bowling Hall of Fame, he'd be in that one too. He'd probably be the captain of that team. But he was involved in the most famous day in bowling history when on July 1st, 1982, he rolled his 900 series. So here he is again, the great Glenn Allison. Hello, Glenn, and welcome back to Phantom Radio. Thank you, Len. It's really uh, uh, great being on again, and I'm, I'm happy that I'll be talking about a good player. Well, a, real, a really great player, I should say. You, you knew them all, and you bowled against them all back in the day. And I'll tell you what, in the 50s, before the PBA even got started, there was some great ball uh, bowling going on around the country, especially back in the Midwest, Chicago, and in Detroit, and all that area where all the all-time greats were. But you bowled against this guy. I'm sure you had a, a head-to-head competition with him more often than not because you always talked about in the same breath. And that was Bill Lillard. So let me know your first memory of Bill. All right, Glenn? And the great Bill Lillard. Well, my first memory of him was uh, when I moved to Chicago in 1956. Uh, he was one of the uh, gentlemen that introduced himself to me. And I, I was probably for m- more than the first time because I think I bowled the championship bowling show in 1955. And Bill was there for that show. Bill Bill was uh, born in uh, October 13th in 1927, and he left just July the 30th in 2017, 89 years old. Talking about titles, he had eight ABC titles, 
He had the U.S. Open title. Uh, he's the all-time uh, pinfall leader in the uh, ABC, USBC, and uh, a great friend of mine. And he, he's one of the things that, uh, that I remember about that year that in 1956 when I met him was uh, he put on a one-man show in Rochester. And he shot 683 in the team event. Their team won the team event. That was the uh, Falstaff team in 56. Uh, he bowled with Stan Gifford in the doubles and uh, led the team with 674. Gifford had 657. And he shot 670 or 678 in the, in the uh, singles. Didn't win that, but he won three titles that year. And the um, same year, 1956, he was the all-star champion, that 100-game grind that was so tough. And uh, he was really something uh, winning that title. And also, I think he was the second person to win the ABC title in the same year that he had a uh, USBC title. Anyway, he was also a very, very good friend of mine. Let, let me butt yeah. in and say this about that. You're talking about him being a buddy of yours. You know, I can tell you were really close with him. You knew his birthday, and you knew the day he passed away. And, and that was probably a huge day in your life, because I remember that myself. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you all the birthdays of all my close friends, but you did. And that's very rare that you can do that. So just by doing that, Glenn, we can tell he, you love the man very much. So go ahead. I don't want to butt in too much. What I was going to tell you next was, when I was inducted into the ABC Hall of Fame in 1979, uh, Bill was there. Normally, uh, there's a lot that used to be. A lot of the Hall of Famers were there to welcome the, the newcomers into the Hall of Fame. And that year that I was inducted, uh, uh, Bill was there with his wife, Dorothy. My mother was with me. And after the show was over, the, the inductions, uh, my mother and I went out to dinner and, uh, I didn't tell anybody where we were going or anything. I just, I asked and found, found out where there was a nice restaurant and we went there. And about a half an hour after we were seated, Bill and Dorothy showed up and they came in and they said, we were looking for you. We wanted to buy your dinner. <laughs> and they, yeah, I it was in shock that he was there, you know, uh, and, and did that. Uh, I didn't know him that well at that time. But uh, we became closer and closer as the years went on. And yeah. uh, I didn't mention the fact that he also won the All Events title, and his score was 2018, which was a, a, a big score in those days. Yes, it was. Uh, you know, you know. Yeah, let yeah. me mention. Let me mention another thing because we got a whole lot to talk about, and I want to get this in because uh, you mentioned that he was the all-time pins leader at the USBC. And he bowled that for uh, well over 60 years. I know that. Do you know who the two guys are that are right behind him in, in total pin count? Yeah, I think I can tell you. The first one is Joe Norris, and the second one is me. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings up another question for me. How many pins are you behind the great Bill Lillard? You know, I wish I knew, but I don't. I think it's somewhere around 4,000. Okay. Uh, well, I, I, I've. I've got to bowl at least three more years and probably four before I can knock down that many pins. 
Wow. But I, I be a little less than 4,000 because I think I can make it in three years, whatever it is. His score is 24,687 pins. Well, we're all counting on you, so you better stay in shape so you can still do that, Bards. <laughs> um, I hope I can do that long. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I, I don't want to interrupt too much, but I got to get these little nuggets in there. <laughs> Well, another another one of the things that uh, that happened is I, I gave Bill a call when we were going to bowl in Corpus Christi because uh, my lady and I uh, had a, an uncle in 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 Houston and she wanted to visit him, so we we uh, decided uh, along with Gary Hale we decided to fly into Houston and uh, rent a car there and and. Uh, spend some time with Bill and my lady would spend the time with her uncle and we probably we might be able to play some golf and we we wound up doing that I called Bill and what he wound we set up uh, two days of golf Bill and uh, Jerry Hale and myself and uh, Bill's uh, partner in business in, in the bowling center the Pete Tribig and then Pat Holseth who was the uh, man who ran the bowler journal tournament for a I don't know how many years, but a whole bunch of them. And we had two foursomes that went out and played, and uh, we couldn't pay for it. And uh, then after that, after we finished playing golf the first day, we all went into the clubhouse and had dinner on Bill. That's the kind of a gentleman he was. And then we played again the next day. And then uh, from there, we drove to Corpus Christi. I'm bowling there. The reason that we were having so many there was because that was the year that I was, if I bowled well enough, I would go over the 100,000 pins. Well, lo and behold, Bill shows up to watch me knock down the 100,000 pins. Yeah. And I was shocked again. Uh, but that was Bill. Uh, a great, great man. What a great friend, you know, that is. You know, I had him on the show one time, and, and I, I got a, one more thing I want to interject here. I had him on the show. And I uh, had a whole bunch of questions to ask him. And I says, uh, Bill, you know, you're in the top five all time, uh, blah, blah, blah. And he would not let me talk about him. He kept diverting me away. And talk. he'd say, oh, you got to talk about Don Carter. You got to talk about Dick Weber. You got to talk about Glenn Allison. You know, I said, this show is for you. I want to talk about you. <laughs> People asking me questions. And he kept diverting it away from himself. What a gentleman, you know, just so totally humble, my friend. You know, that I got the chills yeah. in my arm thinking about it. I understand. Believe me, I do. You know, when he won all those, those ABC titles that year and, and was the all-star champion, it, it was just, I just would name a few that were there, and, and he beat them all. Carter, Weber, Hennessy, Waylu, Nagy, Fazio. Smith. Wow. You know, you know <laughs> I could I could name another twenty that were there that he beat. <laughs> he was just something else. He's such a great, great man. Yes, he was. You know, um, I wanna butt in one more time because sure. I wanna announce something that's pretty special and I want you all to get your pencils and pens ready because here's a chance to get a one-of-a-kind souvenir to all my bowling friends out there and all the bowling fans that follow Phantom Radio. But 
It's a brand new Glenn Allison 900 shirt and enjoy a discount from Phantom Radio. And the 900 shirt has an image of Glenn on it saying, 900, I did it. So call his friend and manager, Jerry Hale, who you've mentioned a couple times on the show, and to order it, call 714-309-7587 and be the first in your area to get this historic souvenir shirt. So call Jerry at 714-309-7587 and be sure to mention Phantom Radio for your discount. And I know you guys are great close friends, and I love Jerry too. In fact, uh, I was just a kid when Jerry was bowling at Belmateo Bowl in San Mateo. Everybody thought he was a character. And I know he's there today because I can hear him barking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. What what else you got for us, my friend? Well, you know what? I I thought there was uh, the I thought I'd be talking a lot longer than this, but uh, it it seems like I'm I'm running out of things to, to talk about. But he was he was just such a great man, and and I had always had such a great time around him. He and he was just. Uh, a pleasure to, to, to be around. I remember uh, one of the things that he said on the golf course, he, he missed a shot and, and uh, Derry always reminds me of this, but he missed a shot and he says, huh, he says, uh, I only had one thing to remember and I forgot what that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. You know, I, we were talking a little bit before the show, uh, you know, I've had uh, well over 420 guests on here, and you know, over the period of time, uh, we get a lot of emails from people uh, telling us what they like about the show, what they don't like about the show, and uh, one of the main things is uh, they like to hear uh, instruction. They all want to get a little bit better, and when I have a good uh, champion uh, Hall of Famer on, they always want one of the lessons that they could give, and they also want to hear stories about the old days. But people love stories. And I told you before the show, I said, you know, right before I pass away, I'm going to write a book with all the stories that I couldn't tell on the radio. So, and I know Bill, he was just a total gentleman. There's probably no off-color stories about him. But let me ask you about a, a piece of instruction that I'm sure you've been asked a million times, Glenn. Uh, if you had one tip to give an average leg bowler, what would that piece of instruction be? Loosen the arm swing. It's loosen it up, huh? Bowl with a muscle swing, and it, it really it really kills their game. The relaxed swing uh, will swing straight and consistent. Muscle swing does not. That's yeah, my tip. When you, when you <laughs> tighten that arm up, those muscles expand and. And, and usually the elbow flies out to the right if you're a righty, correct? You got it. Wow. And muscle gets it. <laughs> it can't do it if it's... Exactly. So so let me ask you, uh, I, I know you had some trouble with a, a car accident. People ask me about that. And, you know, I don't like to get too personal, but are you doing all right physically? Well, not really. I I I I walk, uh, uh, but I I can't make an approach. My left leg is uh, not good enough for a knee bend, 
I, I would collapse. So I stand at the foul line, swing the ball and roll it, and I average about 140. <laughs> but uh, still love the bowl. So uh, I'm 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 gonna be at the USBC again this year for the 70th time. 70 USBCs, unbelievable. So that's got to crush you mentally because you had one of the strongest knee bends in the history of the game. Well, that's that's what I felt, and I I I, I tried to do it, and it it just collapses on me. Yeah. Well, are you in any kind of? I bowl this year, my 70th. So there's only three ahead of me, and uh, two of them are. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe Norris and uh, Bill Dorman. I can't remember the third player. Yeah, well, are you, are you doing any kind of a rehab or anything? Are you seeing the doctors or anybody to, to strengthen that leg, or is it just gone? No, I, I'm just not strong enough. I've tried to, uh, to get uh, uh, knee braces, and uh, uh, they, don't, they don't work for me. They don't, they're not, they don't do the job. So, so I'll just... Uh, Keep doing what I'm doing and and hope I can uh, average 140. That would be good if at the USBC. It's a little tougher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I I saw a picture one time uh, recently, and I don't know who sent it to me, but I was doing a little bit of research on you, and they showed me a picture of you playing in a poker game. Are you still playing poker? I love to play uh, the uh, Texas Hold'em. We gave we had once or twice a month. Have fun! It's a very enjoyable, it, and it's a it's one of the few things that I can do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I might even try to do that in Vegas this year. I'm 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 looking forward to may, maybe trying it. Well, good for you. You know that. There's another game that's competitive as hell, and it, it's not all luck either, that's for sure. No, it's not. There's a lot of skill in that. I, I don't have that type of skill, but I might try it anyway. Good for you. You, you got a backer or anything, or what's going on with that? Oh, no, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't I wouldn't try and play in one of those games. If I can find something that's maybe a $100 buy-in or something, I would do it. But i I got to check it out and see what, what what's available. <laughs> they got all kind of those games in probably every casino yeah. there. That World Series of Poker got that game pretty popular. I know they got home games around here all the time, and it's kind of like you said, whatever you want, $100 buy-in, $1,000 buy-in, all that. But it, it's enjoyable, but it's like bowling. It's frustrating as hell, too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Some of these yeah. guys, they stay into the last card, and they get a miracle shot. To snap you off, I I can't stand it. <laughs> so so is Jerry taking good care of you? Is he, he guiding you in the right direction? Oh, we're doing all right. Yeah, yeah, we 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 do we do things together. He tries. He plays in our poker game. I thought I saw his head in there. I, it was a back view ah. of him. I saw you face on. I knew that was you right away. But him. I, I thought that was him in the, with just his back showing. So, <laughs> is he still is he still bowling? Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna start a league in a couple of weeks, uh, so we're gonna bowl together for this summer. Fantastic! Oh, that's that's awesome. All right. Well, listen. You know, if you you think about some stories, 
that we can tell on the radio, and I'm sure you can about Bill, or we might even expand that because, like I say, people love stories. Uh, we could go back and you can tell stories about anybody that you want, especially if they're passed away because they can't dispute it. So if you're thinking about any, <laughs> jot them down, and we'll have a show of stories. How do you how do you like that idea? Okay, that might be a good one because I I got a few stories on uh, Harry Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a couple on Nagy and a couple on Waylu. Hey, uh, Glenn, <laughs> I just thought of a person you could do a show on it would be a Bill Taylor. That would be a good. Yeah, show. Bill Taylor would be a good one. Yeah. Wow. He was he was he was a a great great instructor, and I had a lot of fun with Bill also. And he did a lot of things for me. He he took me to to Helsinki to bowl in the uh, Christmas tournament, and I didn't do any good, but it, but uh, he paid my way over there. <laughs> well, and, I, uh, I think that would be an interesting show. I want you to jot down a few of your memories about Bill, and then we'll schedule it and we'll just do it and announce it. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll see if I can come up with a few stories about a few people. Sounds good, my friend. So I am looking at the old clock and the wall tells me that we're out of time, but <laughs> I can't believe how quickly the time flies in this show. You said you didn't know if you could do this much talking all at once, but you sure did. You, you got a lot of things in there, parts that are very interesting. And I know I'm going to get more emails like we did the last time you were here, but I'm looking forward to next week's show when we're going to have another great guest to talk to and I want to thank our sponsors, Storm Bowling and Brad Edelman from the High Roller and Dave Kowalski, the bowling guru from Michigan. And one more time, we're going to announce the sale of your souvenir shirt. We want you to call Jerry Hale at 714-309-7587 to be the first in your area to get this beautiful souvenir shirt. It's got 900 on it, and it says, by Glenn Allison, I did it. And it's got an image of him on there with that patented follow-through that he always had. So what do you say for the closing? One more time, Glenn, what do you got to say? Anything? I don't know. <laughs> it's just I've enjoyed being on the show, Len. I was happy that uh, you picked me to choose about talk about Bill Lillard because he was really a very, very, Fantastic bowler and a and a great friend. Well, I'm sure he would have said the same thing about you. Unfortunately, we lost him. But we'll be talking again. So for Phantom Radio, this is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled And you need some love and care And nothing well, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me And soon I